Welcome to the HR Chat Podcast, bringing the best of the HR and talent communities to you. Welcome to another episode of the HR Chat Show. I'm your host today, Bill Bannum. And in this episode, I'm going to be chatting with Julie Turney, HR Manager and Talent Scout at Hyuna International Limited. As an HR influencer, Julie works with leadership to create people-first cultures by designing customer-focused work that inspires people to bring their best self to work. As a coach, she works with HR professionals to transform analog cultures by upgrading their mindset, skill set, and performance so they can lead with a purpose. She also does a whole bunch of other things that we're going to get into today, including she's kindly offered her time to be one of the speakers at the upcoming Innovate Work Caribbean event, which is happening on July 30th. Julie, it's my pleasure to welcome you to the show today. Oh, thank you so much, Bill. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. It's a little bit odd doing it this way because I'm I'm so used to doing it the other way, which is doing what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, which is one thing we're going to be getting into today, into today mm-hmm. because uh, Julie is a super famous person in, in the Caribbean and partly that's because she's got her own podcast. And uh, actually, this is almost like a two-parter, listeners. Um, so the, the first part is going to be me interviewing Julie and uh, the, the second part is going to be Julie interviewing me on her show. Um, yeah. So, uh, so that that's pretty fun. Uh, we haven't that's done it quite cool. like that before. Um, Julie, let, let's get straight into the questions. Sure. Firstly, tell me tell me a little bit about your your, your role at Hyuna International. What does what does an average week look like if there's such a thing? And and also tell our listeners a bit about the company and and the difference that they make. Sure. So, I am the HR manager and talent scout at Hyuna which just really means the HR generalist that does all the stuff that is needed for a company. So recruitment, performance management, um, benefits, compensation, a bit of everything. And I've been there for the last five years, have a small team of three, and we pretty much run the function for the organization, just over 105 employees. We are an e-commerce company and so if you think of Netflix, which offers movies, video, movies and television series, um, Hyuna offers a full e-commerce package of movies, audiobooks, video games and music to, to the general public over the internet. And that's what we do in a nutshell. Okay, wonderful. Thank you very much. Now, um, as, as, I, as I mentioned very briefly there in, in the intro, Julie, you've kindly offered after, a, after um, an ask from the awesome Chris Bailey, who leads up loads of HR efforts at the, uh, the Cayman Islands uh, HR Society, to, to be a speaker at the very first Innovate Work Caribbean event, which is happening uh, July 30th. And we've got some awesome speakers along with yourself. And, and your session is called it's it's uh, the wonderful time to be in HR, which yeah. um, when you sent me that title, I, mu- I must tell you, Julie, I thought, well, I'm going to probe her on this because I've, I've been <laughs> chatting. I've been chatting to a lot of HR people recently. And, uh, and um, you know, the, the world the world is pretty crazy right now. And there have been some um, pretty devastating things that have been happening around the world. And um, certainly HR people being on the front lines have had to had to deal with um, so some tough issues, uh, yeah. laying people off, um, mm-hmm. try, trying to communicate the direction of a company. Um, 
trying to to mitigate between leadership and, and employees as to whether whether certain companies will even be there in three or six months time but but yeah. you, you've got this you've got this wonderfully positive session <laughs> title <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, I guess i guess my question for you is is why julie what why why is so positive what what, what are you what, what are you going to bring to the audience on july 30th so when i thought about the title of how i was going to present this talk immediately came into my head that christmas song it's the most wonderful time of the year and <laughs> I know that this is a very difficult time for everyone globally. The impacts, it does not go lost on me as to what's happening. I think as we hadn't spoken in our pre-conversation, I've mentioned to you, I have lost family members to COVID-19. I've had family members suffer through COVID-19 and are still recovering. So I am very aware of the impact that COVID-19 has had on people from a health perspective, from a physical health perspective, mental health perspective, I understand what it has done to countries in terms of economies, um, and, and we're feeling it very much so here in Barbados as a tourist destination, having no one here right now. So those things don't go lost on me. It doesn't go lost on me what we as HR professionals have had to go through as a result of COVID-19 in laying off people, in not knowing the certainty of us having jobs and so on. But I think still, it's the most wonderful time for us to be in HR because this is an opportunity for HR professionals to show up as the heroes that we are um, in terms of helping organizations to understand the importance of our role and why it is needed, why we need to be people focused and empathy focused on people right now, why we need to be looking to develop our people while they are still at home, while they're laid off the things that we can still do as HR professionals to keep people going, to keep things going, to keep companies going. It's a great opportunity for us to understand our business a little bit deeper and come out and see how we can help our organizations come out on the other side of things. And we're also living in a time where we're talking about diversity and inclusion and how we can do better as organizations to be a better diverse workforce. And so I think that this is the most wonderful time for us to be in the HR space, to be able to be at the forefront of these discussions on how to make our organizations and our cultures better. And that's what I'm gonna talk about. Okay, right on. I, I love that. Thank you very much. Um, now then, as we also briefly mentioned towards the beginning, you are super famous. And uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always get a little bit nervous, Julie, when I'm interviewing someone else who has a podcast as well, because they can see through uh, me. Oh my goodness! Um, but uh, you're, you've got a podcast called HR Sound Off, and I love that title, by the way. I, I think it's a cracking title for for an HR show. Um, I'd like to I'd like to pick your brains a bit about that because it's something that I love doing. Um, I've, I've I've had the pleasure of. Oh, I don't know. I've recorded well over 200 interviews now. We've published, uh, as you and I are chatting today in the middle of July, we've published well over 190 of those. Um, wow. why, 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 why did you get into in, into uh, podcasting and um, uh, what, what was the motivation behind that? What, 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 was, what was the mission? So for me, I got into podcasting because I very much for a very long time have been frustrated at listening to people at the corporate level express their dissatisfaction with HR and talk about how HR could do better, be better. 
And the question that I always ask many CEOs, leaders in organizations is, you know, what do you think are some of the things that you are contributing to that is not allowing your HR department to perform at its optimum? Because I believe that in every relationship, it's a two-way street, whether it's 50-50 or 60-40. But um, I do believe that every relationship goes both ways. And HR can only do the best that it can with what it is the opportunities that are given to it in order for us to do the best we can in our function. And with that comes a measure of understanding who we are and what we do. And so that's why I figured, you know what, there's another way for me to get this across that people really understand who we are, that we are human beings. We have feelings, we have families. There's a reason why we got into HR. Everyone doesn't have the same reason. And so I wanted to give people a forum from the HR space to be able to, you know, introduce the world to who they are and also to give people from a corporate perspective an understanding of what are some of the blockers that we as HR recognize are actual blockers for us that we can do better, but where also corporate is hindering us from being able to achieve all of our goals. And so with that, I started to think about what was the best way for me to do that. And that's why I created the podcast, um, coming up with the name, because that was a challenge. And I had about 17 different names on, a, on my board. I just knew I wanted to create a podcast. What name would it be? I wasn't quite sure initially, but then as I went through the list of names, I started to ask, I did a focus group in true HR form and asked a few of my friends what they thought about some of the names that I had, brought it down, brought it down. And then my daughter was the one that made the final decision as to what the show would be called. And she loved the HR sound off. She said it made sense. Um, we talked about where I was coming from with it and, and HR sound off was born. I am 20 episodes in, so not as many as you, but, um, I'm hoping to, you know, continue to grow the dialogue and the conversation from the HR space to grow the HR community and also to help people to recognize the challenges that we face as HR professionals and how we can all do better across the, the space, corporate space. I love that. So your daughter is essentially your podcast uh, chief marketing officer. That's right. Um, <laughs> and 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 you're you're 20 episodes in um yes. so you, you're still relatively new to it but my goodness me i, I was looking at uh, some of the episode again earlier on i, I had a listen i had a listen the other day um yeah. and, and i was looking again today at the, at the list of guests that you've had people like enrique rubio and yeah. jennifer mcclure and yeah. uh and the wonderful Steve Brown ah, yes. um, that, that, that anybody who's a member of Sherman will, will be familiar with, I'm, I'm sure. You've got some really big hitters. Yeah. Um, now, I, I, I'd, I'd hate for you to show your favoritism, but... Well, let me be careful with my wording here. Um, yeah. any, any favorite conversations you've had or in, any particularly... Uh, uh, funny or impactful chats you've had with with any of the guests that you that you, you can highlight with us without saying who your favorite guests have been so far of course <laughs> <laughs> so many where how where do i begin actually i there's so i have a backlog of podcasts that i'm actually putting out but to date i would think the interview that i did on sexual harassment in hr um, still stands out as a very pivotal podcast for me. 
because I think for a lot of us, we think of sexual harassment as something that happens to employees and it's something that HR deals with. But that particular podcast, I interviewed Simone Elbow, who is from the Bahamas, who was actually giving her experience of sexual harassment as an HR professional, as in an HR professional being sexually harassed. And she also she gives two accounts of being sexually harassed by a man and also by a woman. And that was a very pivotal um, and very intense conversation for me, but one that needed to be had because I think that a lot of people just think of sexual harassment as something that happens to employees across the organization. But I don't think people think about how that it could, it's something that happens in the HR space. And how do we as HR deal with that when it's actually happening to us and then we have to discipline for it. So I think that that was a, a very, a very interesting conversation to have, for sure. Um, that one sticks at the top of my head and uh, I think the last one that I had on mental health in the workplace was also a very interesting conversation, uh, just touching on the impact of mental health in the workplace globally. And I think that that's one that I go back to, especially now dealing with COVID-19. Uh, I know from my perspective and my experience that a lot of my employees did not, have not, still are not handling COVID-19 very well. And even though we were in a position where we were able to keep employees employed and working from home, there were a lot of people that did not handle that very well um, just because of situations that were happening in their home space and not having, being able to be in the workspace. I don't think a lot of us recognize how, how work is an escape for a lot of people, just like school, is an escape for children. Um, I think that this brought a lot of issues to light from a mental health perspective that I don't know we as HR were quite ready for and being able to counsel for it from a virtual perspective was a challenge as well. So those two episodes, pretty pivotal for me, pretty deep and very insightful to come at those topics from those angles was, was very interesting for me. Okay, thank you. Um, we're going to switch switch focus now. And yeah. um, we're, we're going to talk a little bit about something else that you get up to when, when you're not sleeping ever, apparently, because you just don't have time for it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so in, in addition to being a speaker at other events, uh, have I mentioned yet that you're speaking on July 30th, Innovate Work Caribbean, um, you're, you're, and, and doing a podcast, and uh, being the HR manager and talent scout uh, in, in, your, in your day job. You're, you're, yeah. you're, also, you're also an organizer of uh, Disrupt HR Barbados, Disrupt yes, HR Jamaica, and Trinidad. Yeah. Wow. Wow, Julie. Wow. Um, <laughs> t t tell us a bit about the the, the, the events, uh, what you love about the formats and, and why you decided to get involved with those. So I first got intrigued by Disrupt HR by attending Disrupt HR in London, actually. Uh, became very good friends with the organizer for London, who actually runs it in various parts of the UK as well. Katrina Collier, amazing woman. And I love the way the event was hosted. 
I love the fact that I got to hear different topics and different perspectives from people who I ordinarily wouldn't hear if I went to a CIPD conference or a SHRM conference or any other conference that we run from an HR perspective. It's just people who are working in their day-to-day -day jobs just like you and I who have a perspective on HR that really makes us stop and think about how we can do better and be better as HR professionals, how we can add value to our organizations. And I love the format. Ultimately, the fact that you have five minutes, 20 slides that rotate at 15 seconds a slide in the HR space to have that format is almost like you're asking HR professionals to be little ninjas. And I just feel like it's such a it's such an excited thing to be a part of. And it's also a great opportunity for you to meet members of the HR community that you ordinarily wouldn't see or meet in such a small intimate setting and to be able to network with them and, and hear things that are happening in the space, but it's also other topics because like the last couple that I went to um, focused on mental health and focused on, you know, existing as an introvert in the HR space. So there are so many ways that we tackle how we can do better and be better across the organization as it relates to innovation, culture, technology, and just hearing all of these people I wouldn't ordinarily hear. And so I wanted to have that for the Caribbean. I wanted us to have that experience, that format, because in the Caribbean space, you don't really have that other than your HR associations, which many people are not members of. When you look at the demographic of how many people are in HR in each of the Caribbean islands, but then you look at how many people are actually members of the HR associations. And then when I started to hear why people didn't join the associations and what they were really looking for, I felt like this HR was something that would really give a lot of HR professionals what they need and what they've been looking for that they really hadn't been able to find in their particular associations. And so that's why I started it in Barbados. Uh, COVID-19 came, <laughs> our schedule for March 24th down from March 29th, so we were unable to host our first event in Barbados, but we have been doing virtual thing, things virtually, so we've done a couple of virtual happy hours, we're about to do our first virtual meet the speaker series, where we're going to get people like Steve Brown and um, Jennifer, another guest to just, you know, speak and meet our guests prior to actually having that first face-to-face -face event. So nothing physically has happened for us as yet because this is our first year running all of these events across the Caribbean. COVID-19 has been one of our biggest blockers, but it hasn't stopped us. As long as there's internet, we can still get things done. So we're just trying to do things virtually for now until we're able to get back outside and host events properly again. Okay, thank you. Now, um, as someone who also organizes events, so uh, people know because I always harp on about Innovate Work, which I started with Rob Catalano a few years ago, but I'm, I'm also one of the co-hosts of uh, Disrupt HR San Francisco and um, Hacking HR Toronto. And um, honestly, one of my bugbears, Julie, is uh, getting getting pitches from uh, vendors within the HR tech space for, for sessions that they, they want to give, which is basically a sales pitch. Right. Um, and and it's is not so much content. Yes. Uh, have have you had much experience of that? How how do you manage that? And uh, I guess any tips that you can offer people who are 
who'd like to speak at uh, Barbados or Trinidad or Jamaica uh, at one of your events in, in the future in terms of uh, suggesting an idea for, for, a, for a session which you feel would add loads of value? Oh, where do I begin with that question? It's <laughs> a long question. <laughs> um, so I think one of the biggest challenges that we've had is acquiring sponsors. And I think when we made the conscious decision to become Disrupt Caribbean instead of just doing it in Barbados, um, getting the recognition out there was one of, has been, continues to be one of our biggest challenges. And I have found that one of the easiest ways to get across that for me, I just decided to change the way that I market the event. So previously I would have just, you know, we sent emails and we asked people if they're interested in sponsoring. We, the team and I just made, recently developed a strategy where we decided, okay, we're going to think about all of the HR tech companies and all of the other components that it takes to make a great HR experience or a great employee experience in an organization. Think about the companies that we're targeting and how we can get those services into the organizations or into the Caribbean. There are so many technical, um, technological ways to advance HR that are out there but do not exist or are not marketed in the Caribbean or are not um, prepared for the Caribbean. And I want to change that. I think that everyone should have the opportunity to have these organizations at their disposal. They should be able to have those services within their organizations. And so those are the companies that I'm tackling. And I've decided the way that I'm going to do it is instead of creating a letter or an email, I'm going to send them a video and explain to them why I think that it's important for them to be a part of Disrupt HR. I don't know where, how successful I'll be, but it's something that I'm going to try. It's a strategy and you know you feel fast. Learn fast and move on. It's the agile way. So that would be um, one of my biggest challenges, but what I would, one that I'm hoping to overcome very soon. And in terms of people, you know, having speaking opportunities at Disrupt HR, we are in Barbados, Trinidad, Jamaica. Pick your location. And the Disrupt HR website does make you aware of when we are hosting events. So you can easily go on there. Once the speaker engagement form is open, you can then just go and request, fill in the request form to engage us as a speaker. And we do review those and we kind of ask you like, what would your presentation look like, feel like, so that we can, you know, put it to the committee and then make a decision about who we're going to have as our speakers. Uh, in terms of topics, I think there are so many relevant topics right now in the Caribbean space, or sorry, Caribbean space for us, the topics as it relates to Agile, as it relates to the discussions that we're having right now, as it relates to diversity and inclusion, as it relates to, you know, building a, a, good, comp a, a good competency framework, uh, building out your organizational structure, understanding organizational design, how you as an HR professional can become a pivotal part of the business. These are all conversations that we're having now across the Caribbean and it would be a great opportunity for people to engage us and help us develop those things as we try to become better practitioners in the Caribbean.
Okay, wonderful. We um we're wrapping things up now. Uh, we're, we're out of out of time for today. So uh, okay. before before we finish, um, yeah. I'm just going to give one more plug. July thirtieth, Julia is going to be one of the amazing speakers, uh, along with uh, we've got Torin Ellis, we've got uh, Joanna Virtue Markham, we've got uh, we've got Chris Bailey, we've got. Rob Catalano, we've got Aldine Simmons Thorpe, uh, we've got some dude called Bill Bannum and other fantastic <laughs> speakers there. So uh please do check it out. Go to innovatework.co forward slash Caribbean. You'll find us there. We'll just go to Innovate Work and you'll see it on the on the top where you can register or uh, go to LinkedIn. It's all over LinkedIn at the moment from me and Rob and Julie's been very kind to uh, spread the love and, and register. It's free, it's free to register. So uh, why not? Why not check it out, right? Um, okay. But, but um, Julie, before we do finish, how, how can our listeners connect with you and how can they learn more about all the wonderful things that you're doing, that the podcast, Disrupt HR, uh, that your company, how, how, can, how can they connect with you and learn all these things? So I am known across all social media platforms as I am Julie Turney. So that's I am Julie Turney. And you can find me on LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I'm there. And so you can just connect with me on those platforms and learn more. We have Disrupt HR has its own pages on all four of those platforms as well. And that's Disrupt HR Caribbean and HR Sound Off you can find on any podcast platform. So it's very easy to find. Apart from Spotify, I believe. Uh, we we're, 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 were chatting ahead of this and uh, there's no Spotify in Barbados. Is that right? Let me let me tell you that. So my podcast is on Spotify, but okay. Spotify is not offered in Barbados. Whoa. So again, it's another one of those things where you can get access to it anywhere else in the world, but just not in the Caribbean. I don't understand it, but hey, I'm hoping to change that. Okay, so if the uh, if the leaders of Spotify are listening to this podcast today, please sort it out because uh, you're missing a, a wonderful audience in Barbados. Uh, <laughs> but that, that just leads me to say for today, Julie, thank you so much for being a guest on this episode of the HR Chat Show. Thank you very much for having me, Bill. Appreciate it. And listeners, uh, check out kind of part two of this where uh, we flip it around and, and Julie interviews me on, on her show. But uh, for, for now... And, and until next time, happy working. Thank you for listening to the HR Chat Podcast, brought to you by the HR Gazette.